It's the Hoffman Show, Team 980. We're always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It is the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, in for Craig Hoffman. We'll take you up to 6 o'clock before handing things over to our coverage of Maryland Terrapins basketball. And, Anthony, I know you're a basketball guy. The Terps, an interesting case study this year, man. Every time Jameer Young goes crazy, they lose. It's it's the wildest thing in the world to watch. I feel bad for my boy, uh, if I'm being honest with you. They take on Rutgers tonight, so Xfinity Center uh, expected to be rocking. We got other big-time action around the Beltway as well. Caps back at home tonight uh, playing host to Montreal. The Caps are on a little bit of a stinker as of late. Loses a four in a row. Uh, you can listen to that over on our sister station, 106.7 The Fan. You know I love the NBA. Big-time hoops matchup. Suns hosting the Bucks tonight. Trade deadline in about 48 hours, so we'll see if either of these two teams stand pat uh, or make a big-time move before Thursday uh, at 4 o'clock Eastern time. I want to get right into it, though. Massive, massive day yesterday here locally. Dan Quinn officially introduced as the new head coach of the Washington Commanders, and watching it yesterday was was probably more of a treat than just getting the audio version. And I know we played the presser in its entirety on both the fan uh, and the Team 980, but just getting to watch it, if you get to go back and look on YouTube or the Commander's Twitter stream, the, the presser was was fascinating is the way I'll put it. And we got Josh Myers, or excuse me, Bob Myers, excuse me, in on the coaching search, correct? So why not call Adam Peters, Dan Quinn, and Josh Harris our new big three, man? They were all up there yesterday, smiling ear to ear, and they had the, the mentality of a group that feels like they have the whole world in their hands. They understand what's getting ready to happen over the next couple of months. They understand the journey that they're getting ready to embark on together. And I credit, you know, Josh Harris all the time whenever he takes the podium or whenever he's talking to someone in the local media. Ever since the day he took over, say what you want about him choosing not to fire Ron Rivera. Say what you want. Uh, about him trying to stand pat or, or or making the moves that he made at the deadline. Josh Harris, since the day he took over, has always shown to me that he 110% understands what this franchise is on the brink of. One of the most historic franchises in all of pro sports, the way I'll put it, has been in a damn coma, it feels like, for the past 25 years. And now all of a sudden it's doo-doo, There's life again. There's a pulse. We got renewed energy and passion around this football team. And watching yesterday's press conference, I think Dan Quinn, first of all, if you can't appreciate how open and honest he was and the candor that he showed, you're just a hater. And I know a lot of you out there were against the hire, and then when it actually happened, you were for the hire. I I don't care about what you actually think, right? Know this. This is the guy talking about Dan Quinn that Adam Peters chose. And the one thing I continue to harp on, the biggest hire of the offseason was Adam Peters. Point blank period. My The entirety of my life, the commanders have been run like a third world country. Having ownership, step over football guys, the scouts having their hard work go to waste. The days of that are over. And I think yesterday was another reminder of just how close we are to actually turning this thing around. And if you were watching it with close eyes like I was, there's a bromance that feels like it's starting to form, right, between Dan Quinn and Adam Peters. And Adam Peters, gosh, just sitting there 
gushing at DQ the whole time. DQ gushing and blushing back. They kept looking back and forth at each other, and I just can't help but notice, right, there's a genuine unity there. And look, in in a couple of years, two years from now, three years from now, they could all be fired, right? We have no clue how this is going to play out, or it could end up being a Super Bowl combination. But no matter what the result ends up being, the fact that we're actually going through the correct process finally, right, that's what matters more than anything. And I think Dan Quinn yesterday and Adam Peters as well, they continue to harp on and talk about a unified belief. And I think that is the most important thing of all of this. You can't build a consistent contender that's going to be competing for titles without having this organizational setup, without having everyone being on the same page. So while there are a lot of big-time decisions that still have to be made, no matter what ends up happening over the next couple of months and the next couple of years, for that matter, the fact that they're doing it the right way, the fact that they're going through the process properly, that's more important than anything. But just based on the track record, of the two dudes that are in power, and I'm saying two dudes, obviously Josh Harris and the ownership group have their hand in things, but I think Josh was pretty forthcoming yesterday about, look, I hired these guys to lean on them and to trust their decision-making process. So, yes, Josh Harris is aligned with Adam Peters and Dan Quinn, but at the end of the day, like I said earlier, Dan Quinn, or excuse me, Adam Peters is the straw that stirs the drink with this franchise right now to me. And yes, they're going to work in in unison, and there's going to be a collaborative effort. But at the end of the day, Adam Peters was named as the general manager for one reason. He's going to be tasked with putting the right pieces in place for Dan Quinn and and his football mentality and his football beliefs to be able to come to fruition. That's the most important thing about all of this. We got finally got the most important guys in an organization all on the same page. And I think a little bit yesterday, and it's only a presser, right? So you can only take so much away from it, right? You're supposed to win the press conference, right? I think we got to appreciate it wasn't just a bunch of cliches and coach speaking. I know all of you lost your mind when he said one of his favorite phrases is I'll be at where my feet are or whatever however you say it. The Ron Rivera quote that we all ran roughshod with over the past couple of years. It's a football, it's a football quote. Relax. You'll hear a bunch of different coaches throughout the National Football League say it. The difference, though, to me, between Ron Rivera and Dan Quinn, it was genuine yesterday, I thought, what you were getting from DQ. And for all of you lazy people out there trying to make the comparison, saying that Dan Quinn is Ron Rivera, clearly you don't understand why the Ron Rivera era failed here in Washington. The biggest reason why Dan Quinn isn't going to be like Ron Rivera is that Dan Quinn isn't in charge of personnel decisions. Dan Quinn is not going to make decisions that will ultimately impact Dan Quinn, the GM, in comparison to Dan Quinn, the coach. Huge differences. Huge differences here between these two. But as warm and fuzzy as it seems right now, you need this relationship, talking about Dan Quinn and Adam Peters, you need this relationship 
to make the tough decisions surrounding the football team. I'll keep saying it. I'll say it all offseason long. No matter how it shapes out, the fact that you're going through the process finally is the most important thing. But take this into account as well, right? With Adam Peters, with Dan Quinn, with the future of the organization, there is a type that they're now going out and looking for. And I think that's a really important piece of this as well. And I've referenced it, you know, a couple of different times when I've come on with Craig and when I'm on with Rooster. Adam Peters has a certain vision and a certain way he looks at football. In San Francisco, he called them his gold helmet type of players. That is what's next here in Washington. Evaluating this roster, figuring out who the cornerstone pieces are moving forward, and then ultimately you got to make the biggest decision of them all, right, Ant? You got to make a decision on what they're going to do at quarterback. And we all know that that is probably the biggest decision to be made here this offseason. What are you going to do at the game's most important position? As we go throughout the show here this afternoon, we'll give you a little bit of insight as to what Washington's going to do at quarterback. We'll let you hear from Dan Quinn. We'll let you hear from Lewis Riddick of ESPN. Multiple different people have already chimed in on what they think Washington should be doing at the quarterback position. They've got the number two overall pick coming up in April. They've got a litany of cap space. There are so many different ways I feel like Washington could go in terms of trying to build this roster out. Now, the big rumor and storyline that has surfaced here locally in the past 48 hours or so, Cliff Kingsbury, Joe Witt Jr., officially hired as the offensive and defensive coordinators here in Washington. Now, we know what Joe Witt's going to do coming over from Dallas, and we know what that defense was the past couple of years. The bigger question mark, and I think... The more fascinating storyline is Cliff Kingsbury. Not only from a standpoint of what is the offense going to look like, what has he learned since taking a hiatus from the National Football League, but we know there's a relationship out there that he has with one Caleb Williams. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll look at the big decision that Washington has to make from all angles. Lewis Riddick, NFL insider from ESPN, gave a pretty strong take on what he thinks Washington should do with their number two overall pick. That's next on the Team 980.